Hello, my name is Tyler Dunn, and you're watching Goals and Updates, where we take negative thinking and transform it to positive thinking. I started Goals and Updates after helping my friend who was going through suicidal thoughts and was put on drugs by a doctor who stated it wasn't her fault, that she was born this way. I realized at this time my friend needed the truth because the truth will set you free. After helping my friend change her negative thinking to positive thinking, I quickly realized that I could help people by changing the way we think automatically to a more positive mindset. Thank you for checking out Goals and Updates and enjoy the show. What's up, everybody? My name is Tyler Dunn. We're, we're live right now on Facebook with Goals and Updates. We're on episode 111 of Goals and Updates. And we're going to have a, a pretty quick and simple show tonight just for the sole purpose that I have to uh, get ready for this trip I'm about to go on to Gainesville, Florida. And then I'm going to be coming down the next I guess like uh, within the next two days when I'm going to be coming home to Orlando and then back to Coral Springs. So it's going to be kind of a long, it's going to be kind of a long, uh, you know, a lot of driving, I guess. But um, it, it should be a really good trip. Now, I do hope uh, there's like a, a little little uh, thing that I'm hoping doesn't really affect the trip, but um, we'll get into that when I get to the updates. If you're new to goals and updates, how I normally do this show is I go through the updates of of things that are happening in my life. So that way you can see that I'm implementing um, the stuff that I basically preach, right? I try to lead by, um, I lead by example from the stuff that I preach and that shows you through the updates that I'm doing that. I'm not just kind of just saying uh, things about topics. I'm actually trying to go, you know, go forward and actually um, better my life as well as trying to help other people uh, get more knowledge and um, understand that, you know, there's there's a purpose for everyone. Everyone's here for a full purpose. It's just you got to figure it out. So my purpose is different from my neighbors. Uh, their purpose is different from hundreds of uh, thousands of people, a um, hundred and thousands of other people, right? So that's what I'm trying to do right now is, uh, is kind of like show you guys. That's why I do the updates. So how I do this is I do the updates. I go over two topics. The first two topics we'll talk about is keep looking up, not down. The second one is going to be listen more than you speak. And then um, I'm going to cut you a break on the done deal investments just because I'm going to try to cut it short. Um, so I'm going to try to, I guess, normally I go to like an hour and a half. I'm going to try to cut it out like an hour, maybe a little bit long or shorter, maybe like 50 minutes. So um, just for the sole purpose so I can pack and get ready for this trip that I'm going to take uh, tomorrow. So what's up, Sean? So some of the updates I'm going to bring to you guys today is uh, – I wrote down switchboard. Now, I went into my last one-on-one -on -one with my manager, right? And she was talking about she's looking for someone for a switchboard. And I said, you know what? I need to take more because the position I'm at with this job right now, I don't get a lot of phone time. I'll make phone calls. Like today, I made maybe two phone calls to two customers and maybe a service provider. Uh, so maybe three calls in total. But I normally, there's days I don't make any calls. So when she gave me the opportunity to do switchboard, I said, sign me up because I need to get more person, you know, I need to get more experience on the phone. And that's why I told her to do the switchboard. Now, some people are like, what the hell is a switchboard? I kind of didn't know what a switchboard was at first either. But basically, I think it's the old fat. I don't know if every corporation has this. I'm sure there's a, a better way, a more modern way of doing this. But a switchboard is basically when, um, let's say you're calling, you're calling a, uh, cross-country home services, right? And they're like, okay, I'm going to have to transfer you to support services or, cust you know, customer support services. 
or you got to go to membership or whatnot, whatever department you need, my job is to take that call and go through the switchboard and send you to that department. So she's, and then I'm also in the front. So I'm also kind of like the, I guess like you would call my, like call me kind of like an assistant where if we get a guest or we get mail or something that comes to the front, I would basically be the first person they would see. And, um, and I'd have to work on that. Right. So, um, the point being is that, you know, it was an opportunity that was presented to me and I really wanted to, you know, I'm trying to, I'm trying to go out there and put myself out there more. Um, just give me one second cause this door is open. Uh, it's going to bother me and you're going to hear outside noise. So give me one second. Sorry about that. Try to make that as quick as possible. Sometimes my dog comes in here and wants to, you know, lay in the bed and he wants to get out. And then uh, <laughs> I'm also, you know, I'm living by myself. So I have a bunch of other people that kind of open the door and then half close it and the dog opens it. So <clears throat> I don't want you to hear all that outside noise. But anyways, so going forward. So that's the switchboard, right? And, you know, she presented it to me on the one-on-one -on -one, and I, I didn't really know what that was at first. And I thought about it and I'm like, you know, I'd be the only man there's like men don't do that job. It's all women that are doing the switchboard. Um, not to say, you know, like women can't do that. I'm just saying that it would be another place where I'd step into a role where it would put me in my, in an uncomfortable position. Cause I'm dealing with a lot of women. There's no men that do that role. So it also looks good on myself, right? Cause I'm standing out. I'm the only man stepping up to the plate and I'm the only, only man that's actually willing to put myself in front of the customer. So that's why I did that. And it was an opportunity. And I said, sign me up. And she said, because at first she's like, you know, I'm really, actually, the funny thing is she didn't actually offer me that position at first, to be honest with you. We went in the one-on-one. -on -one, she sat down with me and she goes, hey, I'm really looking. She's like, you know, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm looking for someone for the switchboard. And I, you know, I thought to myself, I'm like, damn, that's an opportunity. So I go, hey, I'll do it for you. And she goes, she, she goes, wait, what? You want to do the switchboard? And I'm like, yeah, I'll do the switchboard for you. And she's like, huh. She's like, hmm. Right? She thought about it for a second. And I go, I go, look, like I'm very personable on the phone. I like to make the phone calls that no one really likes to make. I'd be perfect for that position. What am I doing? I'm selling myself to her to let me do that position. So she's thinking to herself and she goes, huh. She's like, you do dress nice every single day. She's like, you're always in a shirt and a tie. So you'd be perfect because... When, those, when the women go up there, they have to dress nice because they're presenting themselves at, for the company when people come up there and they want to do interviews or whatnot. So you dress well, which is a plus, um, which is what we need. And she's like, you are very personable. You're really personal on the phone and you make those phone calls that no one wants to make. She's like, you know what? I'll sign you up for the switchboard and we'll train you on it. And she's like, that'd be good for you and good experience on the phone. And I said, exactly. See, so I sold myself to that position. Now, she went into a, I think, she, I don't know when, I forgot when she told me this, but she said at some point, she's like, I, I referred it to this person, which would be the, her, her higher up, right? Someone that's higher up, uh, uh, like above her. No, I'm kind of stuck on that, but above her. And she goes, yeah, she's like, she's like, even that person said you'd be pretty good at that, right? And I'm sure it's because they're probably listening to my phone calls and stuff like that. And they're like, yeah, he makes phone calls and this, you know. A lot of the other people's off phone time is normally like like uh, I'm reviewing something or I'm doing this. It's never really like making the call. So they probably look at my off phone time 
Um, plus, they know I've done the W-9 forms where I'm, call I'm cold calling these service providers, asking them for their W-9 forms, their updated W-9 forms, so then we can pay them directly. So I'm kind of almost like trying to sell the service provider to give, you know, send it to my email address, um, which doesn't sound hard. But, you know, some of these are mom and pops. I've called people where they're actually working on units and like they, they don't want to they don't want to do anything. So, um, you know, you got to I got to sell myself to those people. So um, that's kind of. You know that so that kind of is a big goal that I should have said last the last one we had, which I think was Monday, and I did it didn't happen. So I um you know I kind of forgot about it. So that's a really big important one that I wanted to put out there is the the switchboard. That's that's an opportunity that I can you know present myself within this company. Now, um, that's one I put trip on here. So the thing that I was going to talk to you about in the beginning was uh you know. I said in the last episode, I'm going to Gainesville, then I'm going to come down to Orlando and then come home. So it's about like a five or six day trip. Um, tomorrow I'll be working from eight in the morning to about, I think, 4.30. And then right from there, I'm hitting the Sawgrass and going up all the way up north to Gainesville. Excuse me. So that's about a, uh, I think that's about a four and a half hour drive to Gainesville. So I'll probably be up there by nine. Now, the thing that I'm running into, it, which is a big problem, is the person I'm supposed to be going up there with, which is one of my um, my good friends that um, I met in Coral Springs. She uh, she's not answering me right now. So I talked to her about three days ago, four days ago. You know, if she runs into this, uh, Ashma, if you're if you're watching this episode, um, hit me up. <laughs> kind of need you to hit me up. So um, I, you know, I tried to, I texted her a couple times. I talked to her about three days ago. So she knows I'm coming. Like we planned this out like three, four weeks in advance. So she knows I'm coming, uh, you know, up there. Uh, but she's kind of like my, the person that's going to help me out in the long term with Gainesville, where she's going to show me places. She's going to take me to the, the, you know, the, the UF game, the Gator, the Gator football game. She's going to show me around the college. She's going to show me, you know, do, I kind of need her really on this trip. If I don't have her, it's, I'm kind of lost on this trip. So I, um, you know, I, I kind of, you know, I talked to her about three days ago and now I haven't heard anything from her and I texted her like today, I called her after work, probably going to actually call her in the next, you know, after the show's over, probably call her again, um, and just try to reach out to her. But I don't, you know, it's kind of weird because I don't know if something happened, right? I don't know if someone ha something happened to her or, um, I don't think she'd be ignoring me. I, I mean, there'd be no reason for her to ignore me. So um, hopefully she gets in contact with me and, and the trip goes well. If not, I kind of have a backup plan where I'm just going to go to Orlando. But, um, I, you know, I really want to go to Gainesville. That's kind of like the, the destination I really want to get to. I've never been there. It'd be new, be uncomfortable, which I, you know, I preach a lot on this show is to put yourself in uncomfortable positions. That's where all the opportunity and growth and success is, is in that uncomfortable, um, feeling and, and places where it does make you uncomfortable, where you're kind of like by yourself. So. That's why, you know, that's why I really want to go to Gainesville. But, you know, I'll update you guys on that. Now, um, co-hosting. So I, um, I'm i going to try to get my friend Eric when I go and stop at Orlando. I know for sure he'll probably want to do an episode. So that'll probably be either 112 or 113, just depending on when I get to him. And we end up deciding to, if he does decide to do the show. But I'm going to try to do two episodes while I'm, while I'm away. I'm going to try to do one on Monday, and I'm going to try to do one on Wednesday. Now, 
if I do one on Monday, I'm and, and let's say Ashman does pull through, I do want to try to get her on the show. Now, I don't know if she's comfortable enough to talk about um, her situations and struggles and things that I helped her out with. But even if she just comes on the show, it'd be kind of nice uh, just to have, you know, like another co-host and get two, you know, get two of them on here. But Monday, I'm going to try to do Ashma or maybe just be a show by myself. What's up, Sterling? Or uh, Wednesday, do one with Eric. I know Eric's probably definitely going to want to do one. Last time I left, we ran out of time, but he really wanted to do one after I showed him the whole setup. Um, at first, he was like, I don't, I don't think I want to do that. And then I showed him the setup. You know, I was messing around with him. We were rapping on the on the both the microphones. I linked it up to the computer and and threw some beats on to the the headphones. We were just having a good you know good time. And he was like, man, like we got to do that podcast. And I was like, he kind of waited too long. So I'll get Eric on the show probably for sure. That one's probably gonna be Wednesday. That's uh, so we'll have at least one co-host that I know. And there's another person that I'm gonna try to get on this show. Uh, who's kind of already told me like he wants to get on the show. So, and that one will be interested. And I might get some people that give me, uh, you know, a lot of shit for putting him on here. Uh, you know, excuse my French, I, you know, I had to say it. But, um, I, you know, I'm probably going to get a lot of crap from putting him on the show. But uh, the reason I want to get him on the show is because it's someone that there's been, uh, there's been drama before, right, in, the, in, in a friendship with him. And I feel like, since I put, you know, forgiveness, forgive and move forward and rebuild and stuff like that, I feel like he'd be a perfect person to put on this show because it'll show you that even though there's, there's history between me and this other person, um, it's possible for you to basically forgive, move forward and rebuild. And that's why I wanted to get him on here. Now, me and that other person tend to agree a lot on uh, issues and we kind of have like the same viewpoint. Uh, no, it's not Sal, it's, uh, it's actually Matt. But, um, which I've actually talked, I think, I don't know if I've ever put his name out here, but I've actually talked about this person before, before I was actually uh, talking to him again. So it's one of those things where, um, you know, he wants to come on the show and talk and it'd be kind of interesting because we, we kind of tend to view the same viewpoints, but we tend to kind of disagree in, in different interesting ways. So it'd be kind of cool to put him on the show as well. And then it'll show you like, you know, I'm not just preaching to the choir. I'm actually doing something. Uh, don't think so. What do you mean by don't think so? I don't know what that means. <laughs> but, um, but anyways, uh, so that's kind of, those are the co-hosts. One of the next one, which would be, um, I just wrote calls. But, um, what I want to start doing is like for certain people, instead of texting, because I did this yesterday. Now, it was my one, my one friend's birthday and I sent him a text message. I should have picked up the phone and called. And I'm trying to switch the habit from texting people on their birthday to calling. Now, the reason – oh, I never heard of him. Um, I'm pretty sure I've uh, – I'm pretty sure I've talked – I've talked to um, – I've talked to you about him before, Sterling. But, um, you know, we'll talk about him, a, you know, when, when I'm with you by myself or whatever or when we're on the phone. I'll, I'll talk to you about it more. But, um, but anyways, I, I kind of wanted to um, – you know, start trying to call people more. First of all, texting, everyone's going to do that, right? I'm trying to stand out. I'm trying to be more personable. I'm trying to um, strengthen my connections with my friends and family. And I feel like when I text, even though it's really easy, like don't get me wrong, texting is obviously easier than calling when you're saying happy birthday. Um, but I feel like the phone call is more personable. If I call them and I say, hey, happy birthday, how's everything going? I can at least, you know, talk to them a little bit longer and be like, hey, how's everything going? Use it as a little catch-up phrase. 
and um, and and all stand out over everyone else because everyone else is going to text him. What's up, Larissa? I haven't seen you in a while at Toastmasters, but what's up? Um, but anyways, that's kind of what I wanted to start doing was start not texting people on their birthdays and start calling people on their birthdays because that's gonna, like I said, it's gonna make me stand out more and. I just feel like it's more personable. I, I, like I said, I did it yesterday. I texted someone. I'm actually going to call him after the show, um, just to you know, just to basically tell him no, nothing much. I'm I'm hanging out on goals and updates. Uh, hopefully, every, everything's going well with you. Um, yeah, you missed a, you missed a good meeting. Uh, you actually missed the contest. Contest was pretty interesting, but um, but yeah. So that's uh, yeah, that's what I want to do. I gotta. I actually have a list of people I actually have to call. So right after this show. I'm probably going to start making those calls and then I'm going to pack up for this trip uh, tomorrow when I go to Gainesville. So that's the updates. Now I'm going to go through the topics with you really quick uh, and we'll wrap it up. But before I go into the topics, I'm going to go over what's on the board behind me. So most people, when they go on goals and updates, they see the board behind me and you're, you know, you're probably thinking, what is that? So the goals and updates, that's the, that's the platform that I put the episodes on after I film them on here. Um, I think we have like 18 episodes. I tried yesterday to update it. It didn't, for some reason, Facebook just gives me a lot of crap when I try to download, um, download these videos from Facebook directly and then put them on there. And like yesterday it went really slow in the download for the, I think I was trying to get like episode 22 downloaded, um, really slow. And then it does this thing where it goes, uh, you have to resume when I hit resume, it starts the download over again. And it kept doing, you know, it did that like seven times to me. So I got to figure out if there's a better way to download these videos faster than just directly from Facebook. But, um, you know, I'll keep trying, I'll keep posting those and I'll keep updating that as best I possibly can. Like I said, it's a one man show over here. So it's kind of hard to, you know, update that. But another other thing too, is I'm going to get us on, uh, iTunes or the iTunes podcast where, you know, whatever you, I'm pretty sure it's called iTunes podcast, but, um, so that's that. So that's, if you want to go on those and watch those older episodes, it's goals and updates.podbean.com. And it's, it's free, right? It's free. Cost me money to host that. Right. But it's free for you. You can watch, uh, like I said, up to one to 18 right now, I'm pretty sure. And then, um, those that actually goes to your mobile device as well. So you can listen to this in your car, off your phone. You can go on the app. They have an app uh, rather than the website. So you go on the app and then you can literally just press play on each episode and it just, bam, goes right through. Now, the last thing I have on here is Patreon support. So what this is is, is uh, you sign up as a member and it, you do uh, monthly donations to up, uh, goals and updates. Excuse me. I don't have water, so bear with me. But what I do is uh, on that, it's, it's uh, patreon.com slash goals and updates. And right now I have just a, a $1 membership. So that's less than a cup of coffee that you'd be able to support goals and updates and help me out through donations. And that would be $1 every single month. So like I said, less than a cup of coffee, you'd be contributing to goals and updates and help me up, you know, basically buy equipment and stuff like that and just keep progressing with goals and updates. Uh, maybe even help me uh, hire some people to actually, you know, get the, the goals and updates Podbean platform up to date because that's a big thing that I'm, I'm probably going to have to probably pay someone to do, uh, to be honest with you. It's, it's just, it's a lot of work to catch it all up. I mean, now we're on episode 111, right? So, you know, I'm, I'm only on 18, I think on uh, the Podbean platform. So de it definitely needs some, uh, some workers over here. So that's where that would go with, which is the Patreon support system. So like I said, $1 a month, 
right? Doesn't sound like a lot. We're eventually going to have a $5 and a $10 membership. Like I said, it's probably not going to be for a little while just because I want to get some merchandise to give out once people buy those things and, and actually give you some bonus stuff uh, if you upgrade to those things. So that's Patreon support with goals and updates. Again, that's patreon.com slash goals and updates. So less than a cup of coffee, you can support us. And I would greatly appreciate that. I do this, I do this stuff for free. So it definitely helps out. Now what we're going to do is we're going to go into these two topics. The first one we're going to do is uh, keep looking up and not down. Now I, um, I came up with this topic because I tend to see a lot of people, uh, when something happens, they tend to, um, actually let me break it down first and I'll, t then I'll tell you about it. But so how I would interpretate this would be, you got to keep looking forward and not, and not basically behind you. So it's kind of, I guess it's a little bit more of a reference, which I've talked about before, where you're trying to, you're trying to look ahead rather than looking behind you. It's kind of the same, it's kind of the same idea as that, but, um, you're, you're kind of keeping your head high, right? That's how this would kind of be a little bit different is you're trying to keep your head high, even when you're getting knocked down. That's also what I would probably in, in, uh, interpretate this as uh, rather than kind of the future and then the, the, the past, right? I would look at this as like, I got to keep my head high even when I'm getting slammed. And I'll give you some examples. Uh, this would actually probably be good for examples of, with my, the work I'm doing right now. Um, this would also be good. You know, I have a couple of good examples I can give you on this, but um, that's how I would inter interpretate this, right? Is you got to keep, keep getting up when you're getting knocked down. Now, some things that, and this one's hard. This one's not easy. I'm not going to lie to you. This one's probably like one of the trickiest ones that you're going to hear, um, hear me talk about is because it's very easy for you to get kicked, you know, um, I was going to say kicked in the, in the balls, but <laughs> Um, you know, get, you know, get punched in the face is probably a better example, but, um, or saying, but getting punched in the face and then you're on your back and you're trying to get back up. Uh, but it's really easy to stay down. And, you know, if you stay down, then you basically quit and quitters don't win. So in order for you to win, you got to get back up and try again. And that's, uh, you know, I, I feel like I'm good at it, but sometimes, you know, I, I, the, the worst example I could probably give you, uh, about myself on this is, um, like working out. Like sometimes I go, I feel really good about myself. Like uh, today my biceps are killing me. I, I, I've been doing workouts with my one friend and he's been kind of, he's, he's been kicking my butt at the gym. Uh, I think we're going to go tonight and probably do, uh, I think we did, I think we did tries and back. I keep looking up, not down. But this is kind of, you know, the example I was going to give you, um, which is like what I struggle with, is working out, right? Eating, eating, you know, good, eating like good proper nutrition has always been a struggle for me. And the working out has always been a struggle because once I get gone, I'm pretty good. But then once I stop or I take a, I take a rest or I take a break from working out is when it destroys me. It kills me because I don't, um, I don't have the energy to get back up and keep going. It only takes me about, you know, a couple weeks. And then I'm like, Oh, I really got to start working out. Right. Cause then I look at myself and I'm like, all right, you're losing, you're losing muscle mass. You're you're uh, you're not looking so good. So that's when I start going back, and I go strong for a while, and then I kind of quit. So that's something that I know I struggle with. I know a lot of people struggle with, which is uh, you know your appearance. But you know, I um, like I said recently, I've been working out with my friend. He's been kicking my butt, 
I'm pretty sure we did tries and back. I think today we're going to do uh, – or uh, I'm sorry. It would be tries and chest, I think. I think we're doing back end – no, hang on. I always get this mixed up. This is my dyslexia kicking in. It would be we did bicep and back. We're going to probably do try and chest. That's what I think it is. So that's what we're probably going to do tonight. Um, but, you know, like I said, today my, my arms are just so sore. I just lift them up. I'd stretch them out. Even like right now, I can feel a little bit of tension right here in my bicep, and the right one's a little bit worse. There's a little bit more tension, but um, I got to start doing like yoga. I also want to start doing once I um, get through this contract. I'm almost done with it uh, with my business. Um, have a little bit of spare cash. Uh, is sign up for a membership with a uh, some type of massage, right? Because the reason I want to do that is invest a little bit of myself, and that'll help my you know like my 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 muscles being so tense from working out, it'll help me stretch them out and loosen them up a little bit. So um, that was a big problem when I first started working out. I wasn't really stretching. I wasn't really uh, trying to um, take the tension out of my muscles. And it, it, I just really, really, you know, it was causing cramping and stuff like that. So that's why I want to invest a little bit in massages and invest a little bit in myself, my health. So, you know, that's enough. That, that could be a goal, right? That's a goal. But some examples I'm going to give you right now with keep keep looking up and not down is going to be um, when I first started this job, right, with cross-country home services and even the other jobs that I did and I wasn't really qualified for the position, but I just, I just you know, dove headfirst into some of these positions. But, um, I, you know, when I first started cross-country home services, this job was probably the hardest job to begin because I knew nothing about home warranties. I knew nothing about home appliances. Um, and I had to go in and they just started, they started putting me on things and they were just like, okay. And they were, they would explain something to me and I'd be like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Um, I come to the, I come to another point where I'd be like asking a bunch of questions and I'm just like, you know, I, I don't really understand what's going on. So I asked, I had to have asked at least a thousand different questions for the first three months when I was working there. And I'm sure people were probably getting pissed at me just because I was asking a bunch of questions. But I figured if I just keep on asking questions, eventually I'll come to the same stuff and I'll be like, okay, I understand this. Um, but the, the problem that I realized too is she put me on the wrong position because I'm a very visual learner. So when people were trying to tell me things, I was trying to figure it out within the, the warranties and the contracts. And they're like, okay, you got to search this contract because they had like seven or eight different contracts within that company. And I'm like, I just kept getting knocked down. Every single time I thought I figured something out, I'd hit another email and I'm like, I have no idea what to do with this email. So, you know, I was getting punched left and right and I kept falling on my butt and I'm like, you know, I don't know what to, I don't really know what to do. Um, I, you know, the first month I was like, dude, like, I, I don't know if I'm going to survive this job. <laughs> That's what I told myself mentally. I was, I was talking to myself halfway through when these people were training me at, at this job. And I'm like, you know, I'm either going to have to quit <laughs> or they're going to fire me. I'm like, they're probably going to fire me because I'm like, there's no way I'm going to survive in this job. And then the second month came through and I'm like, okay, I'm getting a little bit better. Um, the other thing I figured out too is they put, kind of put me in the wrong role because like I said, I'm a very visual learner. I try to put the process together and at this home warranty company, it's a process. It goes from, you know, it's going to you you got to figure out what they need, the customer, and then you got to transfer, um, transfer that email to a, a department that can help them out. So, you know, and I didn't know anything about this company too much. Um, 
or at least the internal parts of this company. And I didn't really know, um, I didn't know anything about home warranties or like I said, home appliances or anything. So when people are describing refrigerators and certain elements within refrigerators that need to be repaired, where they're talking about their AC units and they're talking about um, the air cooler or the air handler and stuff like that. I'm like, yeah, I have no idea what the hell that is. So I couldn't picture things, first of all. And then the other thing we realized too is um, she put me on email response and email response is just basic knowledge and all this stuff. Well, I didn't, I didn't have the structure of where everything was going, so I couldn't, I couldn't picture anything. And she eventually put me on this thing called OwnerCo, or uh, OwnerCo documents, and then I was able to, to, to thrive on that. I mean, I think I'm the top producer in that category for this, you know, for our team, um, and I'm hitting numbers left and right. I mean, I go into these one-on-ones, and she's telling me like, you know, like you're doing a, you're doing a fantastic job. He's like, you're hitting your numbers every single time and you're over exceeding and you're hitting these high numbers of productivity. Your inheritance is on point. So, um, you know, and, and, I, and I did a couple episodes with goals and updates when I first started that job. Um, and you, and I'm, sure, I'm sure I said stuff in the updates where I'm like, I don't know how the hell I'm going to survive in this job or I don't know, you know, I'm struggling and, and like I can't hit my numbers and now I'm going to try to go for this and my goals probably shifted in those episodes. Um, so if you want to go and see those, I definitely highly recommend going back to older episodes and you'll see what I'm talking about. But I, um, you know, eventually I just kept getting up, kept getting up, kept getting up. And I'm like, okay. And I'm asking questions. I'm going on one-on-ones. I'm going into meetings. I'm trying to understand stuff. Um, I'm asking her to put me into training classes and stuff. So I eventually got to a point where I understood, you know, what to do. And now she's putting on different things. And I went from, um, owner code documents, to W9 forms. And I went into, um, she was trying to teach me denials, which uh, is, uh, it's not hard, but it's, you know, it's things that I guess people don't really want to do because you have to, a denial basically is just when someone did something and it's not under warranty and so they're going to deny them coverage. You know, it sounds terrible. It is what it is. I mean, it, you know, it's part of what you sign up for with a warranty company, but, um, you know, it's, it, it was, wasn't that hard is what I'm trying to get at, but it wasn't that hard because I understood the elements of doc review and stuff like that. So that's why it wasn't too hard, but now I'm doing, now, I'm, now she's going to teach me switchboard. So the point is if I would have quit, right, if I would have listened to all the stuff that was going through my brain in the beginning and I would have just kept looking down rather than keep picking myself back up and looking forward. Um, I, I you wouldn't be listening to me right now talking about cross country home services and I'm still with them and, uh, even though, you know, I've talked about in other episodes, I'm trying to get away from it <laughs> and I'm trying to go into something else, but, um, you wouldn't be seeing me so uplifted and hitting these numbers and man, I got MVP, right? I got the MVP award and that's like the highest award you can get in that department and I'm doing all these cool things. So you, you wouldn't be seeing that if every single time I got punched in the face and I fell down within this company, um, and not keep on going forward. The other thing I can tell you, since we're talking about uh, the company I'm with right now, uh, that full-time position, um, I sent, I tried to, you know, go to a higher up. I went to a lunch and learn. All right. I went to a, this is a good one for you guys. Went to a lunch and learn and it was for the marketing department. Uh, they're trying to relaunch this new brand cinch. So they're trying to get rid of cross country home services and they're trying to go into a new brand called cinch. And I went to the lunch and learn, met the head, per, you know, I don't think he's the top person in marketing, but he's got, you know, he's got some, uh, some, some say in hiring and stuff. And, Went in there, shook his hand, tried to introduce myself, and I told him, you know, I really want a position in marketing. And he told me, you know, when you get to your six months, he's like, send me an email, and then we'll try to find you a position in marketing. Okay, cool, right? 
get to my six months, send him an email, and I get nothing, no response from the person. Uh, I tagged this other person in there to see if, because uh, someone told me to tag this other person and he's got some say in the marketing department, got nothing back, zero, zinch, right? Nothing, no email, not even, hey, we looked over your resume, we don't really think you're qualified. Uh, I don't even have to even look at the resume to tell you the truth because they didn't send me anything back. So someone said he was on vacation. He's definitely, you know, that was like a month and a half ago. So he's definitely back. But my point being is if I would have let that affected me, right, and I would have kept my head down and still not kept going, I wouldn't have these other opportunities. So now, like I said, the other opportunity came around. Now she's asking for someone to be on the switchboard. Okay, I'm definitely game. Let's go. Let's do the switchboard. See, I'm looking for other ways. Even though I got denied in that in that area, like that's my main goal. By the way, that's why I joined this company in the first place. I was working with a marketing um, department with Broward College, right, which was the college I was attending, but they're paying me almost as like a part-time intern. And I wasn't making any money. I'm like, all right, I I'm basically got my degree. I'm basically going to be out of here. I can't survive on this. Like, I mean, I was making like pennies over there, and I was basically working for – wasn't working for, I don't want to say I was working for free. I really wasn't working for free, but um, I was making pennies, man. Like you can't survive on that paycheck that I was making. Uh, I, I mean, it, it, you can't live on your own on that paycheck. Just, you know, I tried. It, it, it didn't really work too well. So my point being is that if I would have, you know, if I would have stopped, right, and let that person in the marketing department that didn't reply back to me basically tell me that I, uh, you know, didn't reply to me and I let that affected me, you know, affect me and I just stopped doing my work and stuff, which most people, that's kind of what most people do is they just stop working. Um, you know, this other opportunity would have presented itself. So like I said, I went from that to now doing the switch, you know, I'm going to be being trained in the switchboard. Um, so that's an opportunity, right? I went from that to that. That's what I moved into. So, um, yeah, so like I said, I was working at Broward college, went into that, right? Cross country home services, which is the home warranty company. But, um, my main goal was to work for cross country, the home warranty company and somehow get into the marketing department. It doesn't look like that's going to happen right now, but, um, you know, another opportunity presented itself. So go over there and, and see what happens. And maybe if I move my way into the company a little bit and I keep on being persistent with that marketing department, who knows, maybe the door opens up and I can, and they go, Oh, he's actually participating. Oh, he's actually, you know, hitting his numbers all the time. Oh, he's actually um, trying to get his foot in the door and actually go into these different opportunities that are completely out of out of uh, out of his comfort zone. Oh, you know, maybe he's willing to learn, right? Maybe I can get my foot in the door. That's what I'm, you know, and that's what I'm aiming for. Okay, that it's almost like doors, right? There's, it's almost like doors. Like I have, I have two doors in front, you know, maybe even three doors in front of me. I was gonna say three at first, and then I went to two, but three doors, right? You have one on the left, one in the middle, one on the right. Now. I went directly for the middle one for the marketing department, and guess what? I got shut down. The door didn't open. Now there's two doors to the left and the right. I can either I can either sit in front of the the middle door, right, and just hope to God that eventually someone opens that door up, or I could try to go to a different door and try to maneuver my way into the middle door, right, somewhere down the line. And that's what I basically decided to do. I said, okay, if you want someone on switchboard, I'm your guy. Sign me up. Let's put me in there and let's see what I can do. Um, now I'm pretty sure I can handle that job pretty well because, like I said, I'm pretty personable. I do the podcast. I mean, I'm on here talking to myself basically um, on a podcast, and I do Toastmasters. And if anyone wants to go, um, if you're interested in Toastmasters, by the way, since I brought it up, um, go to the Great Fort Lauderdale Toastmasters 2004 on Facebook. That's our page. 
that's the club's name. And it's an international club, which means uh, Toastmasters in general is an international club. Looks great on a resume. Uh, most major corporations like American Express, uh, I don't really know the other corporations that inquire it, but they have their own corporate clubs. So that's how important Toastmasters is. And if you don't know what it is, it's basically public speaking. They do table topics. They do uh, prepared speeches. And they do evaluations. Now, if you want to go see me in action, I just posted um, my evaluation, which won me the best evaluator. That's what I should have put on this update. I didn't, I didn't say. But um, I just won best evaluator the last – what are we on right now? We're on uh, Thursday. So Tuesday, two days ago, right? Best evaluator. It's every Tuesday at 7 p.m., by the way. But I went on there, did my evaluation. I won best evaluator. And I put that speech or that evaluation up on my Facebook page. So even if you go back a couple – you know, a couple posts, maybe like four posts, you'll see my evaluation if you're interested. And that's kind of what Toastmasters is. Public speaking, walk around the room, uh, hand, you know, body language, you're trying to get your voice to be projected, and you're trying to engage with the audience. And you'll see that that's really what helped me with my speaking. If you went back and, and you went on our pod, our Podbean platform over here, the, the goals and updates.podbean.com, you'll see my speech completely changed. Uh, I never, you know, I said a lot of, uh, every every other word was um, oh, uh, you know, like the little crutch words. Now I speak fluently. Now I understand like, oh, this is how I grab your attention. This is how I do this. And it's because I'm used to speaking in front of a, a public live audience. So this is nothing to me, right? This goals and updates when I'm on, you know, I'm on the computer and maybe you're passing by when I'm live. It's nothing compared to a real audience. On here, I mean, at least like, yeah, I have more control up there it's harder to control an audience when it's live. I don't really have say that people are moving around. There's more noise. You know, it's more, it's hard. It's not easy. Right. So that's why it's good practice to do that. And and you'll see it in my speech when I talk. So I'm very clear, my precise points. Just, um, I'm, you know, I'm not looking at, I mean, you know, I have a little, you know, I'm not going to lie to you. I have a little uh, structure script, but it's just bullet points. It's just like, okay, I want to talk about this and I want to talk about that. And I want to talk about these topics and it's just to keep me on track. But, I um all this stuff I talk to you about is coming off straight dome, straight straight noggin, right? Straight off the brain. Uh, that's from table topics. It's also from the speeches because you got to improvise or improvise, right? But um, that's kind of you know that's that's why I got good at speaking. So if you're interested, reach out to me or go to the the Facebook page. But uh, that's Toastmasters. But um, even with that, by the way, right? That could even be something where uh, keep looking up and not down because. I started that, I was very, you know, at first I was very overwhelmed because I went to this club. Uh, I just randomly went to this club and I'm like, okay, I don't really know what to expect. I get there. It was really uncomfortable for me at first because I'm like, okay, I don't, you know, I don't even really know what they're about. I just heard something from one person go there. I ended up doing my icebreaker, which was kind of, it was good. It was powerful. It was impactful, but I, you could tell I wasn't good at public. I, I wasn't where I was now. Um, and then I got tips and they helped me out and people, and the, the thing that really matters there is they give you the tips, right? So, um, I see you after, and maybe I didn't evaluate you, but I took down some tips to help you out and you come to me and I go, Hey man, great speech, but maybe next time do this and maybe do that. And that'll actually give you more, you know, we're, we're all there to help each other. We all want to get better at public speaking. So everyone's giving you good, helpful hints or tips. And that's what you should be looking at is, that's why you want to go to clubs like this because these all these people that go to these clubs want to be a better public speaker. 
you know, not, not just necessarily help you out, but they also want to get better themselves. So they want good criticism from you as well. Um, so you're not, you know, it's not just some random person that just stopped, stopped by and said, Hey, um, I just want to watch people speak. It's people that are actually trying to do it. We also have that too, by the way, like guests, we, we call them guests. Um, and they'll come by and they'll check out the club and maybe they want to join or maybe they don't come back next time. But, um, those are guests and it's, they just stop by and they watch the, the meeting. So it's pretty interesting. It's good stuff. Hit me up if you're interested. It's definitely worthwhile skill. But uh, getting back to this topic, keeping look, you know, keep looking up and not down. So that that was the job I gave you. The next one I can give you was college. Okay, college, and, I, and I'm going to talk. You know, even though you know, if you know me, I don't, I don't preach about college. Like I don't think college is the best thing in the world. Uh, depending on what you're trying to go for in your career path or and whatnot, if you're going to be a doctor, you probably, you know, obviously you kind of need to learn about the human body and bones and muscles and you know the body in general but if you're going into business what well, it's a waste of money it's not it's not worth it and uh you know a lot of other trades too but anyways um with college for me it took me four years now the average two-year degree obviously is two years that's why they call it a two-year degree it took me four years I failed almost actually I failed every single math class I took a you know for my degree I had to take about five or six math classes, some of them, and I failed art appreciation, which no one fails art appreciation. <laughs> Excuse me. So it just goes to show you that, uh, you know, I, I, I messed that one up pretty bad. But anyways, had to retake that one. So every math class I had to take over again, like I said, five or six math classes, and some of them, I think two or three of them, I had to take three times, okay? I got to a point to the end of my degree, I walked the stage, I had two glasses left on my belt, walked the stage, told the people in my office uh, that I'm going to graduate. Well, walk the stage, they're all happy, we, they throw a little party, and I come back and I go, hey, I failed both classes, I got to retake them, I'm going to have to take each one individually, I can't take both of them again together. I'm like, it, it, I took statistics, and I took accounting, uh, accounting one, I'm pretty sure it was counting one together. And I'm like, it was too much math. It was too much together, too much homework. And I, I just couldn't, I, tests were too close together. I couldn't study for all this stuff. And I'm like, I got to take each one by themselves. So now I delayed myself easily, probably uh, almost a year, maybe like eight months, right? So I delayed myself eight months. My, um, I had to go back to, to my office. And, and just needless to say, these people, um, you know, amazing people, by the way, I, you know, I, I loved every single one of every single one that I worked with. I definitely 100% appreciated and I respected tremendously, especially in that field of, of marketing because those people were, you know, bright individuals and amazing people, but um, they were always striving for perfection, which, you know, nothing wrong with that. But, um, you know, it was always like everything had to be perfect. So go in there and, and it just made me feel terrible. I'm like, yeah, I didn't pass them. I got to take each, you know, each one individually. And they all look at me like, like, damn, right? Like everyone's like, damn, you shouldn't have walked, right? That's what everyone's saying. You shouldn't have walked. You should have finished the class, then walked, right? So now it's kind of like I got a little shamed, but this is a good example for you. Kept my head high. I looked at each and every single person that told me that. And I said, well, guess what? Just means I got to pass these classes for good. Right, I didn't let them, I didn't let them discourage me because sometimes when people tell you that it discourages you and you start looking down. Right, but I kept looking up and I said, you know what? It just gives me more energy to go get these classes done and get this degree. I'm two classes away, paid all this money, about to get 
a two-year degree debt-free, right? No loans, no government, student loans, nothing, debt-free. I got to do it, right? So I, um, you know, I go back, obviously, get the classes done or whatever. Um, but I um, put, you know, push myself endlessly, like endless nights, sleepless nights, uh, statistics, Counting one was a little bit easier because I, I, the teacher was actually really good. Homework wasn't too, you know, too difficult and whatnot. Uh, I understood obviously accounting a lot easy, you know, under I understood that a lot more than statistics. Statistics was kind of like it wasn't it wasn't common sense or logical. It just didn't it, it didn't make sense to me the first time I took it. I was like, I have no idea what this guy's talking about. I'm trying to think logically on these things, and I just get screwed on these tests because every single time you think too logical on it, you overthink it. And you end up picking the wrong thing or you get too confused and you freak out. Accounting is more common sense. It's basic math. You just put the numbers here. You add them up, subtract them, uh, you know, whatever you got to get. It's just basic math. It, the hard part is figuring out what, what the subjects are. Like, is this, a, uh, is this an asset, a liability, or, you know, what, like, is it debited or credited? It, it, that's really the hard part is memor memorizing what's a debit or a credit because that's going to affect if you're going to, you know, subtract it or add it in. And then balancing out, you know, and then the balance sheets. It's just a lot of memorization and accounting. That's what got me the first time. So, um, at, like I said, another endless nights, uh, just hitting those hard, making sure all the homework completed. Um, and I took the same teachers again. So I knew kind of how the structure was. And I knew if I put more effort into this, I'd pass the class guarantee. So it's kind of what I started to do. But anyways, um, if I didn't keep my head high and real quick, you know, you're probably like, damn it, this kid talks a lot. But anyways, um, I, uh, my financial aid got shut down. So that's how I was getting away with uh, debt free of college was my financial aid was giving me enough money to basically take at least three or four classes at a clip. And I got a scholarship on top of that. But what ended up happening was the scholarship was only for one term. So I didn't have that anymore. And then since I failed accounting, I think it was accounting one, three times, they hit me with an out of state fee, out of pocket state fee. And I didn't have any, any support. So I didn't make these these large sums of uh, like $400, $500 payments every month. So I was dipping into savings. Like, you know, thank God I had savings to back me up. But I, um, you know, it killed me inside because I'm, like, I'm like, damn, you know, I should have passed this the other two times. And I should I should have been covered. I shouldn't have to be paying for this out of pocket. And they hit me with the, the you know, the double, the double digits because uh, it was out of state fees. So, you know, which I think is ridiculous. But anyways, besides the point is what it is. Now, I ended up passing those classes, got my two-year degree. It's somewhere, you know, over there in the bookcase. <laughs> it's somewhere over there with all my other certificates and achievements. But I, you know, if I would have known I was going to talk about this, I would have got the, you know, certificate out to show you. But anyways, it's, um, you know, that's a, that's a big achievement for me. Not because it's going to make me a lot of money because that's the big misnomer. It's not going to really make me shit. I mean, I'm going to be bluntly honest with you. It's not going to make me much more than what I'm probably making right now. Now, the reason I'm really, you know, I, I praise that degree is different than most individuals. I praise that degree because I showed myself that I could do it. Now, even though I kind of knew going into it, you know, college was kind of pointless and it wasn't a, you know, it wasn't what everyone was thinking it was. All these people are coming out with debt, which they didn't have anyways in the beginning, and now they can't find jobs. I, um, I did it for myself. That was the whole reason I went to college because people are telling me in high school, like, because I, I barely graduated at 2.0. And I felt stupid half the time. You know, people were trying to tell me like, oh, you got to get better. You got to go to college. It actually helped me out in the long run, by the way. But 
um, I did it for myself. And I just remember going to a family get together and my cousin, which, you know, I love my cousin to death. Um, I just don't agree with him sometimes, but I, um, I remember going to a family function and, and he, I don't know if he's still on here, but I, um, I remember sitting across from him. We're having, we're talking about business. We're both very into business and we're just talking about business. And he's talking about college. He's like, yeah, I just don't understand why you're still going to college, even though you know, it's kind of crap and, and whatnot. And I'm like, well, listen, man, I'm not going to college for anyone in this room. I'm not even going to college to make more money. I'm going to college for myself. And, uh, you know, I, I looked at, you know, I put it, it was kind of, it was, it was kind of, cause you have to understand, like I, I come from a background where, uh, you know, I've had a lot of different things happen to me, which kind of shifted a lot of like how I'm thinking. And that's why I kind of, you know, that's why I kind of drifted more towards goals and updates and, you know, motivation and different things was because I had a really, um, a lot of traumatic things happen to me in my past, which kind of, I needed something to help me move forward. So that's why I kind of went into a lot of this stuff. But I look, you know, I look at both my parents, I look at everyone, and I start pointing to different people and I go, I'm not going to college for that person. I'm going to college for that person. I go to college for my mom. I go to college for my dad. I go to college even for anyone in this room. I'm going to college for myself. And I said, and it's not even to make more money. It's because I want to prove to myself that I can do it. That I got this far. I put this much amount of money into it. And I put this much time into it. And I'm not a quitter. I'm not going to quit right now. I'm going to finish this because I finish shit and I don't quit. And I remember telling him that. And like, he kind of just, (laughs) he kind of gave me like the stare like, oh shit, okay. But, um, but I did it right after, you know, I was taking, I think my, uh, then I was taking stats. So I had another class after that. So that's why he's kind of like, dude, you're taking so much time. You're taking like four years, which he's right. I'm not, you know, and I, I told him I agreed with him on that point. I, you know, that was the one thing that pissed me off was it took me so long. I delayed myself so much. Like, you know, it took me four years to get a two year degree. I could have taken four years to go get a four year degree. So he's not wrong. I totally understand what he was saying and I totally agree with him, but um, that's the point where I could have kept looking down. Everyone's trying to force me, you know, everyone's trying to force my head down, force my head down. And I kept looking up and I just kept telling them, kept telling them, man, you got to preach it. You got to preach it. You got to let the world know, man. You got to let the world know. Cause if you don't let the world know your ideas, if you don't let the world know that you're going to succeed. No one else is going to do it for you. And it's, I'm telling you, it's really easy to, to get yourself down because people are going to tell you, you can't do it. People are going to say it's impossible. You can't do that. You're crazy. You're nuts. And uh, that's why I was fighting. I was fighting, you know, I was fighting for it because people are trying to discourage me. And there's points in time where I was like, why am I even still doing this? Like, it's, it's stupid. It's a waste of time. Like, I don't even really believe in it. Why am I doing it? And then I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. I'm doing it for myself. Right? I'm doing it for myself. I got to go in here and get this and, and, and move on with my life. So, you know, that, you know that's, that's, a, that's a big one. That's a, that's a major one that I can give you, which, uh, for keep, you know, keep looking up and not down. That was one when I started my, you know, uh, I started my business and, you know, it, you know, wherever it is right now, um, you know, it is what it is. But I, um, before I even attempted to start it, I, you know, had these other ideas and I'd go to people and I'd be like, Hey, you know, I have this idea. And then people like, Oh, I'm so, you know, I'm, I'm on board with that. I'm so open to it. Let's do it. And I was trying to grab people to partner with and do things. And all those people are like, yeah, we'll do it. If you do all the, you know, all the research, that's, you know, that's the funniest thing is everyone's like, Oh, we'll get, we'll back you up and we'll do it with you. If you get all the research and you do all the legwork and shit. And I'm like, okay. And so I did all the legwork. I started looking for things. I'm pitching people ideas. I'm getting shut down, shut down, shut down, shut down. Right. Um, Cause for a while I wanted to do a coffee shop. 
Now I don't, you know, I don't know if I would have started that if it would have been, you know, if I would have been successful in it or whatnot. But uh, I had people I wanted to do, it. and every single time I pitched an idea to someone, someone's like, "Hey, that's a great idea. I'm so down." And when I kept trying to, you know, and I'd be like, I get all excited. I'm like, "Oh yeah, like this person wants to partner up and do this." And then every single time I pitched them ideas, or I wanted to, you know, I'm like, "Okay, we got to get this. We got to get that. We got to move." They would be like, "I'm not interested anymore." Right? They they basically lose interest because they're not involved in it. So I'm like. So I kind of moved on and I had other ideas, bike shops, different things, right? Um, the biggest dis- discourager was uh, my mom because I'd pitch these ideas to her and I'd be like, hey, I really want to do this. Oh, don't do that. You're going to lose all your money. It's bad investment, you know. But, and that kind of, you know, I took, you know, I kind of, I, I put my mom's word higher than anyone else because I trusted my mom more than most people. And I knew my mom was probably going to tell me the truth, you know. And, and unfortunately, you know, she's trying to do the, you know, she's trying to basically tell me advice that, um, was safer, you know, she didn't want me to lose everything. She was looking out for me, which I completely, under, you know, understand from a parent's point of view. But um, I eventually had to just tell myself, you know what, I, I can't listen to everyone else around me and I got to start doing it myself. That's when I started, that's when I started done deal investments, right? So, and started making calls and doing different things. So, uh, you know, you have to believe in yourself. No one's really going to do it for you. So that's kind of what I was trying to get at with all this. But um, you got to keep your head high. And you got to not look down and you got to like force your head up when people are forcing your head down. And, it, and it's, it's extremely hard. That's probably the hardest topic I could tell you is, uh, you know, you got to keep looking up and not down because people are going to force you to look down. I mean, uh, there's going to be so many people that don't believe that you can do it because they can't do it. Or, um, they think you're crazy cause they've never seen it done before. Or, um, maybe they saw one person do it and they're like, oh, I've only seen one person ever do that. And you know, you're probably not that type of person that's going to do it. So that's that topic. Uh, hopefully that one helps you out. But uh, keep looking up and not down. The second one we're going to talk about right now, and then we're going to close this out, is uh, listen more than you speak. Now, I, I don't know. I'm pr- I might have talked about this one before, but uh, I'm going to talk about this one again because this one's really, really, really important. Um, most people don't listen. They speak a lot more than they listen. They talk more. Now this one's probably a really important topic because what I what I learned over time was I get called shy, I get called quiet. I'm really not quiet, as you can tell. I'm on this podcast right now, goals and updates, right? Um, and I'm you know I'm not I'm not not really shy. I used to be really shy as a kid. I'm not shy anymore. I'll go up to random strangers and be like, Hey, how's it going? My name is Tyler. How are you? And and um, you know sometimes I get shut down. Sometimes. I mean, I was walking up the stairs today for my job, right? I was running a little late, running up the stairs, and this guy comes uh, on the other side of me down the stairs, and I go, hey, how's it going? And nothing, just walks, keeps walking down the stairs. Nothing, got nothing, right? And I'm like, you know, and, and I talk to myself, and people do that because it's really easy for you to get discouraged. So, I, and, you know, I, I open the door, I put, you know, put my badge to the door, open the door, I walk through, and I go, I guess not. I guess he's not doing well. Right, and I just keep walking. But the reason I talk to myself when I do that is because uh, I'm trying to upbeat myself. Like I don't want that to be the I don't want that to be the day killer, right? Where uh, he he's basically killing the vibe for the rest of the day because that's my morning. That's how I'm you know that's how I'm trying to get up and, and get things going. And uh, and I'm just you know I'm like I'm not gonna let that kill my vibe. So whenever someone does that or someone you know slams the door in your face, I'm like, okay, thank you, and I keep going. And I try to, you know, try to use that uh, negative energy and push it forward and 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 get in front of it and use it as energy. I try not to use it as, uh, you know, killing my fuel or killing the energy or the vibe. But anyways, 
Um, so listen more than you speak. It kind of got a little drifted off topic, but uh, it, you know, I feel like it was good advice for you guys or something that was good to talk about. Um, so this one I'm really good at. Like I said, a lot of people think I'm shy. I'm really not. You know, I'm on here. I'm talking, you know, easily for over an hour, you know, over hours. Uh, probably always, I probably have easily over 500 hours of content of goals and updates uh, with 100, you know, 111 episodes, which is pretty shocking to me sometimes. I don't even realize, like, I had to sit to myself one time and be like, damn, like 111 episodes. Like, it didn't even, it doesn't even resonate with me sometimes. So that's that. I, um, I'm going to give you some examples on this one, which, uh, which I do, which, which helps me out a lot. So let me think for a sec, because I have the examples in my head and I want to give you the examples, but I want to go in a little bit more detail, I think, with listening more than you speak. I didn't really give you a lot of detail on it, but what this is basically doing is most people speak a lot, right? So what I challenge you to do is try not to talk as much as you normally do and just listen to the other people talking around you to, you know, Keep, you know, be in silence for a little bit and just listen to your surroundings and, and be more aware and um, look for things. When you'll, be, you'll be really surprised and shocked when you just stop talking for a long period of time and just listen to your surroundings. And you, you'll be like, wow, I never noticed that before. I never, I never saw that before or never heard that. Or um, I didn't even notice that. And I've been, you know, I've been here for, you know, even if you're at a cubicle, it's the best to, to do. But um, wow, I've been working here for a year and I've never even noticed that before. I'm telling you, you'll start seeing because I'm telling you, most people talk too much. Most people don't listen and intake what's going on. And that's how you learn. You don't learn by talking, all right? You don't learn by talking and talking and talking and talking. You learn by listening. And it's a skill that not a lot of people have. That's why I thought it was really important to maybe do this topic again because People don't listen and they don't develop the listening skills. They just talk over people or they just keep talking and they don't listen. And the knowledge that I have that I'm passing on to you is not because I talk to a lot of people, which I do talk to a lot of people, and I, but I listen to those people. I listen to those people. I listen to the people that talk to me. And, and, and most of the time, I don't even do the most talking to people. I just ask them questions. And the funny thing is, which I learned, is people love talking about themselves. Uh, when, and I'm going to give you um, an example right now is when I go over to my grandparents' house, this is a great example to give you, is uh, I go to my grandparents' house, you know, say hi, whatever. My grandfather comes to me out of anyone else, if anyone's there, comes to me and starts talking to me. You know why he's coming to me to talk to me? He knows I'm going to listen to him. And my grandfather loves to talk, okay, loves to talk. And, uh, and it's funny because he comes to me cause he knows I'm going to listen to him. I'm going to let him speak. He's going to tell me his stories, you know, and, and this is kind of funny cause most, I'm telling you, most people probably have grandparents that love to tell stories, war stories, um, stories about their lives, right? Cause they've lived so long that they have all these stories they want to tell you. What's up, Michael? So like I said, I, I go to my grandparents' house, I sit there and I, and I listen, I, I'll ask him questions. Right? I'll ask him questions so he opens up and then he just starts talking. And I'm telling you, I do probably 90% listening to him and 10% talking to him. And like the other day, I went to uh, St. Augustine and he, um, you know, there's, you know, a lot of people at this party. It's a family get together. Uh, my cousin got baptized. Uh, uh, my uh, grandfather comes over to me and he's like, starts talking to me about uh, this company he worked for back in his military um, life. And he go, he went from the military into a, he went to be an engineer. 
and he worked for this company called Fairchild. Now, Fairchild was a very, I don't know if they're still um, a company now, but they're a private sector military company, and he was an engineer, so he was working on the space, uh, the space shuttle tail section. He was working on military uh, aircrafts and stuff like that, and that's what his company was designed to do. So he, you know, and I just asked him, I'm like, hey, I'm like, Grandpa, isn't that a, a private sector uh, government or a military type of private sector company? Yeah, yeah. He starts talking to me about, you know, all this stuff that he did and stuff. So um, I learned, and to be honest with you, I learned a lot of stuff from him, but I remember just going over his house. He would talk to me about uh, the inside of the house. He'd go and show me the water heater. He'd go and show me the electric, you know, the electrical panels and stuff like that. And I just remember, uh, you know, my, gra- my grandma would always be like, hey, Lou, like, he, he doesn't care about that stuff. And I'm like, nah. I'm like yeah, I want to listen to it. I'm like, I'm interested in it. You got my attention, Grandpa. Let's go. And he starts talking to me. He'll talk to me about uh, comp- he's really bad with technology. So I go over there and help him with the printer, and I show him different things. And uh, he's like, wow. He's like, I got a question for you on this, and I help him out. But um, the point that I'm trying to get to you at is uh, I learned a lot from my grandfather just because he has a lot of history. Right? He has uh, – He's about 80, I think he's like 84, 85 now. So he's got a lot of history behind him. He's been in, in centuries that I, you know, I couldn't even imagine going through, right? Depre- the Great Depression and stuff like that uh, my grandparents went through. Great Depression and different uh, crises that happened within um, different wars we went into. Uh, you know, he, my grandfather served in the Korean War, which is a war that's not really talked about a lot because it's not, it's not the most interesting war out of all the wars that, you know, the United States have gone through. But yeah, it's really interesting to hear his point of view, how he went through and became a marksman. And then he went through and was working on different, um, you know, the Jeeps and stuff like that. So it, it's just interesting. He went through France and, you know, different, you know, different countries. It's interesting. So learn a lot from him. But that's because I listened to him, like I said, 90% of the time and, and 10% I talked to him. The other, the other uh, example I can give you is when I go to meetings. Okay, I had a meeting today, right, at the company I worked for. And there's a bunch of people talking to each other, Okay. Bunch of people, uh, we have probably seven or eight people in this meeting, and the four people are talking to them, like talking to each other across the, the meeting board. And my manager's trying to give the meeting, and she's trying to go over this stop payment process. And I'm paying attention, paying attention, and she goes, right? Right? Like she wants everyone to say right, like everyone's listening, right? And she goes, right? And I'm the only one that looks at her and goes, right, I got you. And, and everyone else doesn't say anything. And she looks at the, the four people that are looking, you know, talking to each other. And she, and she looks at me and she winks at me and she goes, hey, what's, you know, what's so important over there? And she has the, you know, the people talking. And I think it was something stupid. They weren't even talking about anything good. But, um, and she looked at me and she winked at me. So what does that go and tell you? I listen more than I speak, right? I'm listening to the meeting. I'm intrigued. I'm trying to get her to realize, you know, my manager to realize that I'm listening to what she's talking about. And what does that do? It scores me bonus brownie points, right? Bonus or brownie points. And that's something that I'm telling you. If, if you did that in meetings and you actually tried to answer, you know, ask questions and you actually try to pay attention and look them dead in the eye when they're talking in the meetings, that's something a lot of people aren't doing. I'm telling you, a lot of people are not looking at that, uh, that, that head person that's giving that meeting. I, I, if I'm in a meeting, I, I'm, I'm dead focused on the meeting because I want them to know that I'm listening to them. First of all, it's a great disrespect that you're not doing that. Second of all, a person that's given the meeting probably has more power over you, right? That person probably has more power. Obviously they have more knowledge than you. That's why they're giving the meeting and they're giving the presentation they have more knowledge than you. So why not listen and learn from the knowledge? Now, you know, you could argue that maybe the knowledge isn't as, uh, you know, interesting as, 
as something else, but um, not something that, you know, you still got to listen to them, right? You got to show res- respect and you got to try to learn. So, and that's how you learn. Like I said, you listen. I listen, if I was going to, you know, rate myself on percentage on how much I talk and how much I listen, I mean, I want to say 80% I listen, 20% I talk, but it's probably really 70% I listen and maybe like 30% I talk. Uh, and it's just because I, I want to listen to other people's opinions. Like when I do goals and updates, when I went to Toastmasters, okay, I went to Toastmasters and uh, the one person, and, and this is the thing that blows my mind, by the way, like the thing that's so, the thing that intrigues me the most is when I do these episodes and I go to Toastmasters or I go somewhere else and it's someone I know, because right now it's just really, I'm not getting like international um, or different, you know, nationwide or international um, viewers. I'm really getting people that are really local because I do the live streams through Facebook and Instagram. So it's really internal people that know me um, and not really external yet. Not really, and I'm not really that big on external yet, even though I'm working on the website with the Podbean and um, trying to expand and stuff like that. I really don't have a lot of, uh, you know, I don't have a, a large viewer base besides internally. So it's kind of interesting when I go somewhere and they're like, hey, I saw that episode. It was a good episode. You talked about this, this, and this. Or I follow up with someone and they're like, yeah, I saw that episode. It was pretty good. Or I go to Toastmasters and I go to Toastmasters and I'm like, uh, Sorry about that. Uh, one friend's trying to FaceTime me. I got to call him after this. But he, um, not him, sorry. But, uh, or I went to Toastmasters Tuesday night, and the one girl, Christina, comes up to me and she's like, hey, I saw I saw an episode of uh, Goals and Updates, and it was really, really good. And I'm like, okay, I'm like, what, you know, you have any criticism? Like, what can I change on it? And she goes, um, you know, it was really good. Um, I don't really have any, like, ma- you know, major changes to it she's like but it's good like I like it and or I was in a car with my friend and her parents were like hey we saw your episode and it was really good or I have uh you know I call someone or whatever and they're like hey I saw that episode of goals and updates uh episode uh 100 and like damn yeah you're good right so that's what I like I like to you know it makes me feel good that people are are coming by and even maybe you know they're probably not listening to the full hour and a half I kind of understand that people have shit to do uh, you know, I'm not expecting to be able to hit the hour and a half fully or listen to every single episode I have. I mean, I have a lot of episodes and a lot of time on there. So, you know, it is what it is, but, um, I want content, I want content out there. I want to work hard for my money. Right. But the point being is that, uh, I, li- I listen more than, than I, than I speak, even though it looks like, you know, I speak a lot more than I, I actually listen. I actually, when I talk to someone, I let them speak more than I speak. Like if I was talking to you and I didn't know you and I asked you a question, I'm listening to you and I'm going to try not to talk as much, but I'm obviously going to try to talk to have a conversation with you, but I'm going to try to let you go a lot longer than me. Because if I listen to you, you're going to tell me who you are. You're going to tell me what you're interested in and you're going to tell me, you know, what, you know, what you're really trying to get at. So like when I go to Toastmasters, um, I went and, uh, if we have a guest, I try to go up to the guest, introduce myself, and I go, hey, man, like, what are you here for? Like, how would you find out about us? I'm not really asking because uh, I'm trying to really find out what – well, I kind of am trying to find out why they came to the meeting, but I'm trying to let them open up and express to me, who, you know, who they are, why they stopped by. And then what I do is if the person's like, like hey, um, I just wanted to check out the club. I'm trying to increase my public speaking, and I just – you know, I heard about this club and just wanted to stop by and check it out. And I go, oh, well – are you going to be here next meeting? 
right? Like I'm trying to, I'm trying to hype it up and be like, Hey man, like you gotta be here next meeting. Cause I'm definitely going to be here. It'd be great to see you again at this meeting. What am I doing, man? I'm trying to sell them to the club. I'm trying to sell them to that club. I want them to come to that club and expand the club. I don't want to, I don't want it to just be four or five people at that club. I want more people to, you know, show up and, and, and help raise money. Cause that's really what I'm, that's really what my job is there is to help raise more money for the club. Obviously, the more money we have in our club, in our in our uh, our treasury, the more we can do. And at the same time, you know, the more people we can help because if we're expanding the club, then we can, you know, we can keep on moving forward. So it's something that I I, I put as a, a priority. But I'm really trying to listen to them to see why they're there. I'm trying to listen to them to to see if I can help them out. Like maybe I can do something to help them. Um, I'm trying to get you know I'm trying to get feedback. That's why I ask people about goals and updates. But um, you know, that, that, you know, that's really why I'm trying to ask people about goals and updates. I'm trying to get them to tell me, you know, can I increase this show? Is there topics you want me to talk about? Um, should I have more co-hosts on here? Uh, did you see this one? Did you see that one? What do you like about that? So, you know, I'm trying to get feedback. That's why I ask people about goals and updates all the time. Like, hey, did you see that episode? Yeah, I did. All right, what do you like? And I let them talk for a long time. But, um, you know, that's a, I think that was a, an example that I could, pro- you know, give you. I try to listen to more people than I do talk. Like I said, um, most people at my job think I'm really, really quiet. And then they find out I'm in Toastmasters and they're, and they're like, what is that? And I'm like, public speaking, man, public speaking. I go in front of a live audience and I talk. And uh, I think people are just shocked. They're just like, well, you know, why, uh, you know, like why? Right. So that's, that's the best thing I can give you is uh, listen more than you speak. And trust me, it's a game changer. It's a good skill to have because most people can't listen well. Most people don't have the listening skills. Um, and it's really important in life because if you want a job, you have to listen to what that company wants. You want a girlfriend or a boyfriend, you got to listen to what that other individual wants within that relationship. Um, and you got to listen to what they want to even, you know, pique their interest. Uh, if you want to sell something, you want to sell your house, you want to sell your car, you want to sell yourself to something, uh, you have to listen to what the other person wants in order to sell that item to them. So it's a, it's a sales technique that a lot of people don't, you know, aren't really good at. So if you can master listening more than you're speaking, uh, you'll be a great salesperson in life. You'll get, you know, you'll pretty much get whatever you want. That's why it's funny for me because I tend to get things I want because I listen to what the other person wants and then I just try to give them what they want. And I know if I give that other person what they want from listening to what they're telling me they want, I'll get what I want. So that's why it's funny. So and that's something that, you know, it might change, you know, that, that might really change your mindset right there. Listen to exactly what I just said. I'll actually say it again for you. I listen to what people want. So that way I know what they want. I give them what they want. And then I tend to get what I want. That's a, that's a game changer right there. That's a, that's a big game changer. Um, and that's basically how I, I you know, I, I, I basically survive. <laughs> it's basically how I survive. It's how I, you know, I get, I get things done. I get people that actually want to help me out. And I, uh, you know, and it, by the way, it makes me feel better about it being myself, right? Because if I'm helping that person get what they want, I actually feel good about myself when I receive what I want, right? Most people just try to get what they want out of the other person. I, I actually try to help the other person get what they want. I, now I feel even better about receiving what I wanted. And uh, I help that person and I help make a difference in that person's life. So that's the big difference between me and a lot of average individuals is I'm trying to listen to people to give them what they want. So um, like I had Steve, I'll give you an example real quick. We'll wrap this up. I, I had Steven on this show. 
Now, Steven, when he saw that I was doing the goals and updates, reached out to me and said, uh, you know, that, you know, it's really interesting that you're doing that. Um, I, re- you know, I'm actually kind of interested in doing my own show. And I said, you know what, man? I'm like, come on my show. I'm always looking for more co-hosts. Come on my show, feel it out. Um, and I basically told him what we we're going to do. And that's basically what we did. And I'm like, just come on, have a conversation with me. See if you like it. And if you like it, I'll help you start your own show. And then we could just feature each other on, diff- on on our shows. Like I'll go on your show once in a while. You come on my show once in a while. And I'm like, I'll help you get the equipment and stuff like that. It's, it's really not that bad to start. You just need the necessities, which you probably have most of the stuff to even start with in the beginning. And I'm like, trust me, man, like my show's not perfect. I mean, I don't have, uh, you know, I'm, I'm slowly starting to gravitate towards, you know, something better, but I'm like, I don't have everything figured out. I just do the shows. So, you know, that it is what it is. So, um, that's, you know, and then I kind of got him like, Oh man, like he came on my show and like walked into, I walked him back to his car after and I go, so you're going to start your, your own show. He wants to start the Feldman show. And I'm like, you're going to start the Feldman show. And he's like, uh, he's like, yeah, man. He's like, you definitely gave me the courage to go and start, right? So you know, I gave him a little bit of courage, gave him a little bit of energy. I gave him a little bit of a push, and I showed him kind of what it was like. And you know, he's gonna go and start the Feldman show. Now I don't know when he plans on doing that. He's got to probably save the money to get the equipment. The equipment's probably the hardest part about it. You got to save, you know, probably four. I probably say four or five hundred dollars to go buy, you know, pretty decent good equipment. But um, everything else is pretty easy, um, and then you just keep adding on. You just add different things on. Like I got, you know, obviously I got a mic stand. I got, you know, and I'm probably gonna still buy stuff, obviously. Um, and hopefully you're gonna help us out with that, and you're gonna be part of uh, the this uh, the Patreon support, which is you know the dollar membership. So, um, or maybe you upgrade when I eventually get those. So that's uh, that's gonna be it for that topic. Listen more than you speak. And real quick, we'll go over uh, what's on the board again, and then we'll, we'll end this. So. Um, we're at the end of the show right now. I normally do Dundee Investments LLC, but I'm going to cut you and spare you on that one tonight. I'm going to talk about the board and give you a little bit more of information that's going on. We'll wrap it up. So real quick, we got goals and updates. This is our Podbean platform. This is where you can see all the old episodes of goals and updates. Now I only have about 18 episodes up there. I'm working in, you know, I'm trying to get more episodes up there and working hard. Um, but that's goalsandupdates.podbean.com. Go check that out. That also works in your mobile devices. I made it, you know, the whole reason I did this, by the way, is so I can obviously expand it to like um, iTunes podcasts and Spotify and stuff like that. But I also did it so it's more accessible because people are complaining that, you know, I'm going live on Facebook and, and they can't watch the whole hour and a half or it's too, it's too difficult for them to get on and, and watch. So, Right after they're done live, they go up there on that, on that, um, on that, the Podbean platform or the, the hosting site, and you can watch them on any mobile device. You can literally go and get the mobile app on your phone and walk in and just press play. You go to goals and updates um, on my channel and just press play on any episode you want to listen to. Bam, it plays. Now, you can plug that into your car. It goes right in your car. What's up, Emiliano? Um, well, hey, man, I haven't seen you in a while. What's up, man? But uh, so – that's easy, right? Now, the last thing I have is uh, Patreon support. So that's basically donations that go right to this show, uh, goals and updates, right? So that helps me out because I do all this stuff for free. Um, you know, I have, you know, three things that basically I contribute my, uh, my hard-earned income to, which is my, you know, I get the full-time job, which is a little bit of income, 
it's probably actually probably most of my income. But um, I have that. So then I have my personal bills that I pay. I also have Dundee Investments, which is the company I'm trying to get, you know, up and running and get that to where I want to get it and expand that. But, you know, that's, you know, that's, it's, it's not easy to run a business. So Dundee Investments, so a lot of expenses, you know, a lot of my income goes to those expenses. And then Goals and Updates is a little side gig that I'm doing. And um, I basically do all this for free. So all the equipment I bought was out of my pocket. You know, the computer I'm on right now is in my pocket. This board behind me is like 65 bucks. Microphone that you're listening, you know, I'm, I'm giving you better uh, audio quality. All that stuff comes out of my pocket. Um, so I'm really running three different, you know, th three different gigs where I'm like, you know, I'm kind of busting broke every once in a while. So um, the Patreon support is a great way for less than a cup of coffee. Literally less than a cup of coffee. The, the cheapest you can go on coffee would be probably a dollar, a dollar forty or a dollar fifty for a Dunkin' Donuts small cup of coffee. Okay, maybe even a dollar twenty-five. So we're still under the, the cup of coffee at Dunkin' Donuts, a small hot cup of coffee. Okay, that's dirt cheap. That's every month you'd be you'd be contributing to goals and updates one dollar a month, right? Um, to you, it might not sound like it's a big difference. Oh, wow, a dollar here. But anything helps us expand goals and updates. And eventually, you know, if you have a, you know, have 100 people donating a dollar, it's $100 a month that goes to goals and updates. That's, that's the goal is expand, uh, you know, people contributing and uh, donating the goals and updates and just expanding, getting more co-hosts on here, giving you more quality content, and really just trying to push. Really just trying to push some, uh, some, some good quality information to you. So. That's, uh, that's basically everything. Um, we do this show every Monday, Wednesday. I try to aim for 7.30, and we try to wrap it up around 9.39. So, you know, I come live, upload it to go up the Podbean, and eventually we'll have it on iTunes, Spotify, and different other things. So I appreciate everyone that came out. I'm going to wrap it up right now. We're on episode 111 of Goals and Updates. Pretty soon we're going to be at 200 episodes. And uh, show us some support, man. Put, put a like. Put a comment, reach out to me. You know, if, if you want to be a co-host and you want to come on here and just talk about whatever you want, man, like th this show is your show, right? This show is your show. So if you want a voice, you want to come on Goals and Updates, be a co-host, and just talk about whatever you want to talk. I'll talk about literally anything you want to talk about, anything, politics, money, college, your life, uh, my life, uh, you know, topics of motivation, right? speakers, anything you want to talk about, you come on this show, we'll talk about it. So reach out to me as a co-host. I'll put you on here and I'll have a great time on goals and updates. So have a good one, everyone. Peace out. Episode 111 of goals and updates. Stay sharp. See you Monday. Peace. I want to thank you personally for checking out our free content with over 10,000 hours of free content. Show us some support on whatever platform you are on by hitting a like button, commenting, or by sharing the podcast. Help us out by being a Patreon member at www.patreon.com slash goals and updates. 